Welcome guys to the next episode of the Mobile Growth Diaries podcast. In this podcast episode, I want to actually share something, share a snippet from an interview I had with Nikola Ivanov. Believe it or not, he's a 14-year-old dreamer from Bulgaria and he's or he has already interviewed 40 people, 40 high-level people that actually know what they're talking about. And I was fortunate to be one of them. So in this snippet, he asked me a very magical question. The question that is moving me and has been moving me for the, the last couple of years, actually. And that is the basis of my passion of why I'm working with apps. It is how can you hit a dent in the universe with your app business? For me, apps are much more than just small applications that we use throughout our day. For me, apps are really the, the main area where people are focusing their attention. Apps are getting more attention than TV, according to statistics by eMarketer. And because it's so important what we consume with apps, I want to help those apps empowering people and actually improving their lifestyle to get more downloads and therefore more eyeballs and at the end and at the end also make more money and have a better more profitable app business so just check it out let me know what you think about how to hit a dent in the universe for your and with your app business okay so now can you dig deeper on how can you help the new app have a dent in the universe i'm oh, quoting yeah. you but oh yeah <laughs> that is a that is a great question so when you think about the average app um this is something that frustrated me right from the beginning when i was working at agencies because their idea of growth of growing an app mobile growth app growth however however you want to call it is that you spend a lot of money on ads so what i was doing at the at those agencies was a i was selling aso but i was selling it wrong we will get into that uh, at a later stage but b yeah. i was um selling ads and there are two types of ads the first one is you have an ad on something like Facebook. So it's, it's a direct response ad, a banner ad that people click on and then you pay for each install. Very simple. Uh, it can get uh, complicated, but the basic concept is very simple. So that's the first concept. The second concept is you have things like incentivized installs. So these are people that don't really want to download your app because they want your app, but they want to get something in exchange for the download. They get points in the game, for example. When you have Farmville, um, you run out of points and then you get an offer. Do you want to download this app for 10 new points? So basically, the, the user is not highly engaged. And and now you can ask who's the idiot that is selling something like that i was the idiot <laughs> so i was selling incentivized downloads and my and and the ceo of the company that i was working for 
one of the agencies I was working for. A, a cool guy, no questions asked, but very limited in his idea on how to actually grow an app. So uh, he was like, okay, you sell these downloads and then, uh, yeah, the, the rest will happen. And then there's also things like pushing your app to the top of the category ranking and then hoping that uh, organically thousands of people will download your app. So basically the problem is every app has the same kind of marketing plan when they think about how we want to grow. Some people are going like, okay, we have to throw a party and actually get started um, with uh, like having flyers and giving people our app on the street and one by one we will acquire users. But my idea or actually like this validated concept that I, I, um, I developed is that you don't start marketing or you don't actually start growth after you have the product and then you want to grow it. Growth starts with the product development. You want to produce something that the market actually wants. Because when you produce something that you think you want and then you go and search for the right tactics to actually grow that thing, that's very hard. This is one, one process of mine when I'm starting to actually work with a client. I'm making an analysis if they have a solution that just they came up in their heads with or that's something that the market wants. So market research is, is very, very crucial. This is why my app got from zero to 200,000 installs very quickly. Wow. And it wasn't actually the best app. It just satisfied a need that I, I saw in the market because I was part of the market. That was one of the advantages um, of me consuming a lot of content about fitness recipes and nutrition and actually healthy nutrition and, and um, how to build a fitness lifestyle into your everyday life. And I just recognized the need that I can solve with an app. And then I build an MVP and it just like got into the top 10 for health and fitness with a shoestring budget. Um, but yeah, market research before thinking about the product. And then when you, when you have a product that you expect it will solve a need, the best is, of course, to speak to your market and before you build the product, actually have their validation that you are solving something. So like speaking to 20 people and or 100 people, the more massive action you put in there, the, the higher your success odds, actually. So let's say we have a validated product idea and we still think about tactics, how to grow it. So what is there? There's Facebook ads, there's Instagram ads. People are talking about ASO um, at the moment. And then they are like, okay, let's start a blog. Let's start a podcast. Let's actually put the, the word out there. We need, we need a YouTube. And then the, 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 the false premise is to actually think about your channels as a checklist. Do we have YouTube? Yes. Do we have YouTube ads? Yes. Uh, do we have Facebook ads? Yes. Every of those channels is a word that somebody can master and, and, and really like put their whole life into that and, and still not be the best in the world. Like it's, it's really complex. Um, so don't think about it as a checklist, 
One extreme example is one client of mine. Uh, we analyzed their user acquisition. User acquisition means acquiring new app users stack, like the layer of how they actually get new users into the app. And it was 28 channels or something like that, that, that really got their focus. And they were wondering why they aren't getting downloads. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, guys, you are five people and you have 28 channels that can't work. Like, even if you have 40 hours a day, that doesn't work. Um, so really being crystal clear about how you want to promote your app. And the first step in doing that is finding the right channels. How do you find the right channels? You find the right channels by actually knowing who are you speaking to. That's really important in marketing. The target group, the market, who are you addressing with your message? What is your positioning? Why do you actually exist in the app stores? And there are a lot of apps that have problems with that, that actually just exist because the founder had an idea and they thought it's nice to have, and there's no market. And then they have a, a they contact someone like me and one like, okay, can you save us? And I'm like, there's nothing to say. You don't, you don't have a product that people. So when, but, but let's say you, we have a validated product idea and we know who we are talking to. So we have our bias persona uh, written down. We have our target persona down. And, um, before we then get started and actually throw a lot of money into the app, we have to take a look at the product, but not only the product itself, we have to take a look at it data driven. And here a lot of app startups do the mistakes that they actually go into over analysis and start to analyze everything and waste a lot of time. But no, just have an overview. If the people that you get into the app stick to the app, and not leave the app and never open it again. Because think about you, you have an app, it is like a leaky bucket, uh, we say in, in, app, in marketing. You have a leaky bucket where you throw water into. The leaky bucket, of course, will lose all the water. You will lose all your users. So before thinking about growth, you actually have to reach something that is called product market fit. And product market fit means you give people something, show them something in front of them. And when they see it and you are speaking to the right people, they are buying it. They are downloading it. They are downloading your product because your product is at the right time in the, in the, in the right place for them. This is product market fit. So when you have the market validation, the product validation, the target group validation, the, the, the um, actually retention is, is, uh, that people are getting into the app, then you can think about user acquisition. So I have, I have four filters where every other agency is like, oh, of course, we take your 10,000 euros and spend it and, and you will get nothing from it. <laughs> So, uh, and actually this filtering process is how I'm helping you to actually put a dent into the world. Because if you don't fulfill the purpose of your app, you will not change lives.
but if your app is actually fulfilling the, the value proposition as it's called, like the value that you propose to your target group, it is possible that you can grow exponentially. And uh, one thing is very important to, to, to remember um, that, that is crucial. Pinterest, Uber, uh, Freeletics, MyFitnessPal, um, Facebook. Facebook is the, the, the biggest um, role model in growth. Everything comes from a systematic approach of growing building a growth machine instead of throwing money at channels and having a checklist. It is really about having a machine. It's really building that, that machine so that it gets the users into the product that you want and they stick to your product. And, and right. this is basically how I'm helping apps. 